Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is a Festivus Friday. It's a Festivus miracle. Yes, it is. It's a Festivus Friday. And uh, we're here today and uh, also uh, airing some grievances. Uh, we're also going to talk some uh, some NFL football. Chris Raybon's coming up. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, is going to be here as well here in about 15 minutes. Stay tuned for that. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cousin Subs. It's where they believe in better. Don't forget they have the Euros right now. The uh, Euros are back. Limited time only, by the way. Limited time only. And uh, in addition to that, uh, they can uh, deliver it. So if you want to order for a big party or maybe you just want to order for yourself, just uh, go to CousinSubs.com, click on Delivery, you're good to go, place your order, and they can bring it right to you. That is our friends at Cousins Subs. So uh, let's do this. Uh, we'll bring in Chris Raybon now of the Action Network. A lot of games coming up this weekend. Chris, how you doing, man? How's it going, Bill? I'm doing extremely well. I, some of the games, I'm, I'm happy to have Saturday NFL football, to be perfectly honest with you. So let's start there with the Patriots at home. And uh, they're fighting for the top spot in their division for the first time in a long time with real competition, probably since Peyton Manning left the Colts. So that being said, uh, the Bills come in. Uh, the Bills are getting seven in this contest. I find that's a little bit high, but uh, do you feel it's good? Yeah, so it opened at seven. It actually got bet down to six. And then uh, when it when it was at six, that's when Sharp hit it uh, on the New England side. So now it's actually sitting at six and a half, which uh, is probably about right. Uh, we're seeing 65% of the public backing the Buffalo Bills. But as I mentioned, some sharp action on New England. So uh, only 58% of the money on Buffalo. Uh, the, uh, the total in the game also got hit pretty hard. It opened at 38 and a half. Uh, now it's down to 37. So probably get a low scoring game there, but no real value. Uh, once it gets to 37, uh, you'd be asking for a super low-scoring game. So uh, I think if you want to be on the sharp side, uh, New England is what they're taking. Well, in addition to that, speaking of uh, hitting it on the sharp side, you've got the 49ers and the Rams. That's the evening game coming up on Saturday. Uh, speaking of also, six and a half. So it looks like a majority of the bets right now, at least coming in, are sitting at San Francisco uh, to win this ball game, but San Francisco. This was the game that San Francisco went down to L.A. and convinced me that San Francisco was for real because they went in and pretty put a pretty good whooping on the Rams. Is there any thought that the Rams are going to come in and do the same thing at uh, Levi Stadium? That that's a tougher sell, uh, and you kind of see it reflected in the in the money percentages. Uh, San Francisco sitting there six and a half point favorite, getting seventy seven percent of the bets, eighty four percent of the money. And, you know, Jared Goff in that first game, as you mentioned, when he was under pressure, he was under pressure on 46% of his dropbacks, just two of nine for 12 yards with four sacks. So uh, you've also seen the total in this game get bet down. Uh, it's opened at 46.5, and, and it's down to 45 right now. 60% of the public is actually on the over, uh, but only 50% of the money. And so you're, that's definitely uh, a reverse line move with some sharp action driving that down. Uh, even to 44 and a half at some spots. So uh, 45 is a key number. So if you're out there and you want to bet that, uh, and you could, and you still see a 45, uh, I would definitely take it there because uh, you know that's one of those numbers that games often end up landing on. Hey, uh, the the next game on the docket here is it, usually it's a, just a bad game as far as viewing matchups go. But we know betters and they love to bet on close bets. The Bengals and the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are giving three. It started out as a – well, I think it's a pick now, isn't it? Or is yeah. it? Okay, it's a pick now. So in a game like this, it's not a spectacular game to watch unless, of course, you have money on it, right? 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the Dolphins actually opened as a three-point favorite. It got bet down to a pick em. The public is backing Miami 64%, but we are seeing some of the bigger bets uh, coming in on the Bengals, uh, just 60% of the money on Miami. Uh, you know, if, if you gave Miami a three-point egg, that would mean they're equal on a neutral field. So right now uh, you're actually saying – you're actually seeing the line about where it is. I think both of these teams are equal. Uh, you give Miami the three points for home field, so it's a pick em. So uh, I would say the Bengals are probably the uh, the sharper play here with the line uh, at a pick em, uh, just because you can't say Miami is better than Cincinnati, uh, even though they, they do have that home field advantage. Then you got the, another game that's not a good game, the Giants and the Redskins. And that game has gone down to about a point and a half, opened at a three-point favorite for the Redskins, and the Giants now have made the announcement that it's not going to be Eli Manning under center. The game's come down a little bit. Talk about that. Yeah, the line is coming down here, and it's interesting because we're it's coming down despite the fact that 70% of the money is on the Redskins. So that's another one where you're seeing a, a reverse line move, which indicates that uh, even if it's not uh, you know, the majority of the money, some, some respected bettors uh, are backing the Giants here. And I think uh, this might be one where you look at the money line as well. Uh, you know, at this spread, one and a half, there's kind of not much of an edge either way. But uh, we are seeing some of the bigger bets on the Giants come in on that money line. I think that has to do with not only Daniel Jones, but the fact that the Redskins are going to be without some key uh, you know, pieces in the secondary, Quentin Dunbar, one of them. So it's going to be tough to carry uh, cover the Giants' three healthy receivers, uh, Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and, of course, Golden Tate. So I think that's why you're seeing that line come down. This is a game that intrigues me because the Saints have been on somewhat of a roll. They've looked really good. Obviously, pay, or, uh, uh, Drew Brees has gotten the uh, all-time touchdown record now. But, yeah, they're going into Tennessee, into Nashville. They're taking on the Titans, and it started out as a point and a half. Now it's gotten a little bit wider with the Saints giving two and a half on the road. But this game's closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, so, you know, again, the, the home field is worth about two and a half to three points. So, uh, you know, the Saints opened as one and a half point favorites, and uh, the public backing them, 72% of the bets, that, that's what moved it up. However, when it hit three, uh, that's where we started to see some of the, the Sharks uh, hit, take Tennessee there. So, right now, it's back down to two and a half, 72% again of the public on the Saints, but only 57% of the money on New Orleans. So, that's one where. If you can get a key number of three, uh, I think the Titans are the right call. If not, it's probably uh, there's probably no edge either way on the spread. Uh, it just depends on who you like. You might want to just take them uh, on the money line there. The Ravens on the road taking on the Browns in the division. Uh, the Browns just trying to get through the end of this season because uh, all the hopes that they had have gone by the wayside. They are ten point at underdogs at home. Now my question is: Is that where would you jump all over that? I, you know. And I, I, I talk about this a lot on this show and, and everywhere, but uh, these 10-point spreads, 9 to 10, are pretty dangerous uh, for the favorite. They tend to not cover. But when you look at Baltimore, uh, they've essentially blown out everyone over these last uh, eight, nine weeks except uh, the Niners and the Bills, two of the better defenses in the league. So uh, I, I think the Ravens are probably the, the play on the spread. Uh, it's, they're getting 85% of the bets, 82% of the money. Uh, it's really tough for for the books to uh, to kind of set these Ravens lines high enough. Uh, same thing with the totals. You know, you, you keep looking at it and saying, "Hey, maybe the under the play." You know, forty nine kind of high, but uh, the public on the under sixty one percent. However, only forty percent of the money on the on the under. So again, it's just one where the Ravens have been doing this all year long. 
and it's been hard for even the you know the, the people with the with the math and the models and, and the computer stuff to uh, kind of set these lines high enough uh, for the Ravens. So three games uh, of interest. You got the Cowboys on the road taking on the Eagles. Eagles given a point and a half at home. Are we thinking that the Cowboys are just better than the Eagles, or because this thing started out as a pick'em? Yeah, this one's a little out of whack. So. Uh, you kind of see a couple weeks ago on Thursday night that the public is heavily behind Dallas. They lose uh, to the Bears. Then the, the next week, uh, the public is off the Cowboys, and they're on the Rams, and the Cowboys blow them out. And now, you know, 75% of the public backing the Cowboys here, 71% of the money, though. Uh, the Eagles definitely, uh, if you're betting this game, would be the right play. Uh, the Cowboys should not be uh, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in a division game that could potentially be uh, low scoring. And, and speaking of that, uh, the, the total in this game opened at 47.5, got bet down to 46 behind 80% of the money coming in on the under compared to only 63% of the bets. And uh, we know that these divisional unders late in the year uh, tend to hit about a 58% clip. So uh, that, that's, that's the sharper play in this game uh, it would be the total. Then you've got uh, the Sunday night game, Chiefs on the road taking on the Bears. Bears, uh, Bears six-point underdogs in this contest. I, I don't know what to make of the Bears in this. I, I don't know if they come out swinging because they're pretty much done or if they just have packed up their tents and they go home because their season has pretty much come to an end after losing to the rival Green Bay Packers last week and the Chiefs are just that good. What do you see this one? Yeah, so this is one another one where I think the books are the books would really like the Bears to cover here. Uh, they opened it as Chiefs by four. Eighty nine percent of the bets, ninety one percent of the money back in Kansas City. Uh, so it's moved up to six, and it might not be done moving if they can't get some money on Chicago here. Uh, so uh, you know that that's one where you might you know you might get some contrarian value if you just kind of wait up till kickoff because uh, this thing might continue to see money pour in on the Chiefs if you can get the Bears at, uh, at plus seven, uh, that would be some good value. Then last but not least, the Monday night game, the Packers started out the Packers getting four and a half, and all of a sudden it's it's going the opposite direction. I thought for sure that the Packers would have come down when Dalvin Cook was listed as pretty much doubtful. When he, I don't think he's going to play in this game, but the Packers are actually now five and a half point underdogs in this. Yeah, this is one where the Sharks are, are hitting the Minnesota Vikings that at least they did early. Uh, you know, the Packers, they're not a good run defense. Uh, so, you know, even with Dalvin Cook out, the Vikings did show that they have some capable replacements last week with, with Michael Boone and, and, of course, Amir Abdullah. So uh, we'll see what happens with that situation. But, yeah, the public loves the Packers. And so you kind of always see a, a little bit of an inflation in the Packers' favor. Uh, but So that kind of shows that the, 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 the bigger money has been hitting the Vikings. 66% of the public uh, backing the Packers here. Uh, but they're only getting 55% of the money. So that explains why that one moved from 4.5 to 5.5. Chris, always good to chat with you. Have a great weekend. Have a great holiday. We'll talk again soon, okay? Likewise, Bill. Have a great holiday. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. That's Chris Raybon from the Action Network. You can find his stuff there. Go to at uh, Chris Raybon on Twitter, R-A-Y-B-O-N, Chris Raybon on Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.